0: Friday fire. Friday
1: fire. So we're doing this one and it might be a little tough love, but I feel like all Friday fires are tough love. And I think that we are going to hopefully make a very good point um, that puts things into perspective for people today and also helps people realize that this journey is not and should not be an easy one because... If you think about everything great that you've accomplished in your life, because I'm sure you guys out there have accomplished <laughs> lots of great stuff, um, struggle always happens along the way. Mm-hmm. And you know, we listened to a couple of really smart people with podcasting and stuff like that. And one of them mentioned and did a podcast around struggle and success are synonymous. Yeah. They are they go hand in hand because when you struggle for something that is important to you. It makes the success much more worth it to fight for. When you're struggling through something that's not important to you, it becomes very hard, which is why quick fix diets, fad diets, whatever you want to call them never work because if you if something like enjoying a glass of wine with your husband at date night or, you know, enjoying a cookie that you bake with your kid is important to you, guess what? You're never going to f- fix anything with keto because you're not in line with your values and you're not in line mm-hmm. with what things are important to you. And I think people forget that when they get into, you know, an emotional place with wanting to see weight loss. And we're also going to talk a little bit today about the fact that I think a lot of us out there undervalue hard work. Yep. And we think it should just be
0: given to us or it should just be easy and it's not. Yeah. I think the biggest thing here when we look at, you know, the hard work and the struggle, we have to appreciate that part of our journey, right? We have to shift our thinking around that it's negative and it's so hard and, you know, woe is me because I'm the only person on this struggle bus. The reality is Your greatest lessons are found in the struggles. That is failures too. In failures, right? And and that's how you change as a human being. Like that is how you unbecome that old person that you were. Because some of those habits, some of those thoughts, some of those beliefs of your past life no longer serve you, and you have to struggle through that. It's kind of like that analogy of you know if you just won the lottery. You are broke the next year because you mm-hmm. didn't have to work for it. Right? Totally. You do a quick fix and works for thirty days. You lose a bunch of weight, and then what happens? Three months later, you're in the same place that you were before you started that plan because you didn't learn anything from it because you didn't struggle through it. Right?
1: You, it, it is. This is the hard thing, guys, and and we get it. Like no one wants to struggle. No one wants to like go through failing and feel like a failure. The difference, though, is. Identifying as a failure mm-hmm. and then treating that failure as a lesson, and I think there's you know there's two people in this scenario. Someone that encounters something that's hard. Maybe they tried a, a new lifestyle approach and they didn't you know eat what they were supposed to eat or they didn't work out as many days that they had planned on working out. And I'm a failure. I'm a, I'm now identifying as a failure. And you may not say this out loud, but this is kind of what happens in like the mindset aspect of it. You see yourself as failing this. So then you in turn are a failure and then you never think that you'll succeed with anything. You, you start to label yourself. Exactly. That, right? And I'd be very cautious of how you speak in certain ways. And mm-hmm. we do this with our clients. Like we love our client, Beth. I totally <laughs> called her out the other day because she, she was on our live and she said, listening to your guys's podcast made me feel or she said, I felt like a slacker. From one, of them And I, I there's the language, you know, and, and so we just and sometimes we don't even realize it because it's so subconscious, guys. Mm-hmm. It's so innate in us to have these things kind of pop up in our thoughts when we are comparing or when we are setting standards and expectations that are maybe unrealistic for us in that mm-hmm. time of where we're starting. Um, and so we end up always setting ourselves up for failure. And I think the other piece is when we are so used to this cycle of seeing success losing success seeing success losing success. we settle for it we settle for it and it's almost comfortable Mm -hmm. we get we get comfortable in the suffering we get comfortable in the anxiety around food and always trying to lose weight and that's almost like our comfort area that we, we don't know what to do when we're seeing success. And so we, I mean, we, we self-sabotage or yeah. we pull ourselves back. Uh,
0: that's a, a large part of a couple of questions that I've asked some of our clients recently is what are you afraid of? You're afraid of succeeding. And that's why you stay stuck in this cycle because you're afraid of not being the person that you've always been, right? I've always been overweight is how some people identify. Mm-hmm. Like I've always struggled with nutrition. I've seen success, but then I've gained the weight back or, you know, I've never been able to, and they have all of these like thoughts that are their language. Right. And you guys have all seen those different sayings out there that your, your thoughts become your actions, your mm. actions become, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so that's where you have to start to pay attention to those subconscious thoughts because your mind is always going to want to keep you safe. This is complacent for you, wherever you're at right now, it's a safe zone. You know that, what you know, you know the cycle of starting on Monday and then face planning on Friday, yep. and then starting on Monday and then face planning on Friday. You have yet to change your beliefs about what is possible of not having to diet at all, Absolutely. and that's scary for a lot of people because then what do they do? What do they focus on if they you know get to this goal? They get the weight off and they become happy and confident. Then what? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is that target's ever moving, right? Becca and I always talk about like failing forward and like learning from these lessons learning from the struggles it's not a failure you know it's it's not that you are a failure it's that maybe we didn't do our best in a situation and so now what we need to do is we need to analyze that and we need to think about you know what was the situation what were the things leading up to that how did i respond what was the trigger who was there what emotions was i having and why did i struggle so much Right, and we have to do the the deep-rooted mental and emotional work in order to create change. If we don't, if we keep sweeping it under the rug, it's never going to change. Absolutely, and I think the hard thing here
1: is this: this is hard work, and it's also work that might not provide pounds on the scale lost right away. Mm-hmm. It might not provide inches lost right away. And who knows, maybe that's happening at the same time as we're working on this. But sometimes with our clients, this is so much more important than the nutrition part. We talk, we say this all the time. Nutrition is the easy part, guys. It really is. The mindset work and the things that you believe are the hard things to break through. But those are the things that keep you stuck year after year after year. The nutrition can help you in 30 to 60 days probably to get you on the right track and to get you moving. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean shit unless we do the mindset work. And I'm sorry to get vulgar here with the profanity, but we just we have to attack this and we have to approach this because like Liz was saying, I think a lot of people fear the success. And we sometimes ask people to to imagine it. Cause I bet right now, if you really thought about like the future and a lot of people that are considering working with Liz and I are considering trying a new lifestyle, they're like, I just you know, I have to think about it. I'm not sure. I'm worried it's not gonna work. I'm worried it's not gonna be right for me. And what we do is we create this future
0: of anxiety that has the future that's never happened it's not happened yet right it hasn't happened and there's the yeah the couple of podcasts that we've been listening to a lot lately there's a a person that does a lot of coaching for high-level athletes and high-level um you know entrepreneurs and he was talking about the example of you know uh, an athlete that he was working with shooting free throws and all of the things that were going on in the thoughts when he was on that line right of failing essentially like it's that imposter syndrome, right? He's there, he's qualified, he's being paid millions of dollars, right? But what if he misses the shot? And therefore he was missing shots and he kept missing shots because he was thinking his way out of that success. He was thinking his way out of hitting that free throw. And that's a a large part of what a lot of people do Mm -hmm. is they get so wrapped up in the grand scheme of what this big goal is that they have. Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds. You're so wrapped up about when I'm going to get to that 50 pound mark that you forget the importance of these micro things that you're doing every single day, the daily habits that you're doing, you know, the workout that counts today, the investment that you're making today, that deposit that you're putting in for that return on investment. It can happen three months from now, six months from now, 12 months from now. But I guarantee you it will never happen if we don't fix the thoughts and the beliefs that we have about ourselves and our ability to be successful. Because if we keep saying, I am a lazy person, I am a failure, We're going to stay stuck in that place. And so a large part of what we talk with our clients is like you have to step into that identity today. Don't wait until you get 10 pounds off on the scale to start feeling happy and confident. Be proud of the things that you're doing today. The fact that you drank water, you ate vegetables, you showed up to your workout, right? You went outside when it was cold and you took a walk. You moved your body. You prioritized yourself in one way, shape or form. Maybe for some of you, it's that you manage stress and you Took time to decompress. It's different for everybody, but you have to start identifying as that person that you want to be. And then you have to start acting as if you are already at your goal, not wait until a certain time comes. Because totally. guess what? You can achieve a, a weight on the scale. Anybody can inflict that weight. They can go to the extremes, they can take fat burners, they can have surgery, they can take prescriptions, they can get to that weight. But then They're not happy. And they arrive there and they think, I thought that I was going to be confident. I thought that I was going to be happy. I thought that I'd love myself. You have to start loving yourself right now. And unless you do that, the struggle is going to be 10 times harder. Yeah. And so how do we love ourselves?
1: Like Liz was saying, you got to find joy in the grind you got to find satisfaction and confidence and momentum in your daily actions. And those daily actions, I think, need to align with things that are important to you because you will not struggle for something that's not important to you. You might be able to do it temporarily, but at some point, if it doesn't align with your values, if it doesn't align with something that's important to you, you're going to end up falling out of it at Mm -hmm. some point. And so what I mean by that is, you know, why is losing weight important to you? What is holding you back? with that weight on you? Is it your health? Is it your confidence? Is it, you know, your relationship with your spouse? Is it whatever is kind of existing in that goal of yours? It's not the weight, guys. We talk about this all the time. It's never the weight. It's something that the weight represents to you. Mm -hmm. And so in turn, we need to find ways to create micro goals along the way so that one, you feel accomplished every day. Because when you feel accomplished every day versus defeated, it gets a lot easier to do the things over and over again that are going to add up to that big goal that you do have for yourself. And number two, you start to prove to yourself that you can do hard things, that you can accomplish things and you can commit to things when it's not always the easiest thing to do. And I think that alone can start to develop confidence in itself. Like and and unfortunately, sometimes we don't give ourselves that credit because like Liz said, there's always something else. There's always that next thing. Like, you know, one of our clients today, she has been doing so much better than when we started on tracking intake. And She doesn't realize that. We had to point that out because guess what? There's now something else that we want to work on. There's now something else to focus on. And so a lot of times we have to also reward ourselves or, you know, be happy with ourselves for accomplishing these things because that is important too. When you are always chasing the next thing, the next thing, you know, this is why millionaires and billionaires are some of the unhappiest people in the world. Guess how they got to being millionaires and billionaires? They just kept chasing because they were never happy, never happy with what they're getting.
0: And and what- The research has shown and a lot of therapists that have worked with a lot of these, you know, high level and, you know, income earners, however you want to classify them. They keep chasing these things because they think the external things, the cars, the houses, you know, the Louis Vuitton bag, that's going to fulfill them. And it's because they have never taken care of that void and the fulfillment of loving themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's where we like to start early on in the journey because life is a lot better when you love yourself and you're happy about showing up for yourself and that, you know, Hey, this is going to be a struggle, but I can do hard things. And you tell yourself that every single day. And the times that you show up for yourself, are the times you prove to yourself that you are worthy and you're worthy today. You're not worthy when you weigh a certain weight on the scale. You're worthy right now because you are showing up and you're doing the things that other people aren't willing to do. And so find gratification in that and celebrate these micro wins, right? Celebrate the fact that you know maybe you've struggled with the weekends for a really long time and you kept gaining weight and then you would get it off and then you would gain weight and then you would get it off. We have clients, we've got one of our girls, she's down 11 pounds pounds still enjoying her lifestyle. And she's like, I didn't even realize like through this journey, how much of my lifestyle I was missing when I was taking those extremes and then also keeping herself stuck. And now she's losing weight and she doesn't feel chained to a diet. She doesn't feel the need to go and, you know, eat five cookies out of the cookie jar. She says, I'm satisfied with one. I savored it. I enjoyed it. And I realize that I, I want this lifestyle of the habits that I've created and the foods that I'm consuming. My body craves those things now. So I don't feel that this is a diet. This is just a lifestyle change. And a large part of that is because she's changed her identity. Yeah. And she said from the beginning, I'm willing to give this you know, the time that it takes for me to get to my goal in a sustainable way. Because we're very transparent with people. We don't always put our clients into a cut right away. And no. sometimes it's a couple of months because you have to get consistent first. Totally. The body will, you guys, and we explain this to our clients a lot,
1: you have to understand the body has to have a consistent baseline of intake to then respond to a cut. If you're eating 2,000 calories one day, 1,100 calories the next day, then a weekend you got 3,000, and then you're back down to 800, the body doesn't get used to a certain level of intake. And so when When you cut calories, it doesn't respond because it was never consistent with anything. It didn't consistently get a certain amount of energy input. But when you consistently eat 1,800, 1,900, 2,000 calories for, you know, a couple months, and then you cut intake. Now the body's going to probably respond a lot better because it's like, whoa! I was getting two thousand calories every day, and now you took away five hundred calories, three five hundred calories. Like that's a big difference for me. And then that is when it responds. But you have to become consistent to be able to get that cut. You have we always say you got to earn the chance to diet, guys. Mm-hmm. Dieting is the easy part. It's always the <laughs> easy part. Eating more is the hard part for all of our clients. But that's what people have to do, and you have to do it in a smart way as well. You can't just start eating. bunch of extra calories from crap food. You have to provide good foods. And I think, you know, these micro goals along the way are what help us build this consistency. And again, you have to align them with things that are important to you. So for example, you know, if you don't maybe love exercise, it's not something you love, but you love being social. Maybe you need to find a group exercise class that's still around right now. Or maybe you need to get on a Zoom with a bunch of friends while you work out so that it's something that's social on top of. Or maybe you do a little group in your community and you do social distancing while you're working out. Like, You need to find ways to connect what's important to you to things that will also help get you to your goals that you have. Same thing with food. If having a social life is important to you, you will never last on a restrictive diet. Because you will always fall back into what is important to you guys. And so we have to look at those things when we're deciding. And that's why Liz and I work so individually with people, because we have to keep what they're doing in line with what's important to them. Yeah. And we, unfortunately, as humans, do not identify those things. We're just, you know, we're very emotional as human beings, we're very um, impatient, and we <laughs> tend to act on impulse. And so we see oh my gosh, my friend lost 30 pounds on Beachbody and now I need to do Beachbody because I want to lose 30 pounds versus Beachbody is relatively restrictive with their nutrition. Um, They have certain workouts that maybe just aren't for everyone. Maybe that isn't the right thing for you. Or maybe it is because you're in a community and they have a coach. I don't know. But like you have to think about these things before just diving into something and then doing it blindly for 30 days and being like, well, that
0: worked. But then I just, you know, I didn't really want to keep doing it. So I didn't. Yeah. And and the the big point that we're driving home here today, ladies, is that most of you think about weight loss as calories in, calories out, right? You think about it as I'm going to have to give up all of the things that I love, sugar, chips, candy, pizza, blah, blah, right? It's so much more than that. When you think about the sphere of changing your life, You first need to start with what are your values and what are your non-negotiables? And then you need to decide what aligns with my values and what am I willing to struggle through to get to this goal that I have? And I would challenge all of you too, to think about who you want to identify as on this journey. Do you want to identify as someone who is disciplined, who does hard things, who shows up for themselves? Or do you want to stay stuck in identifying as something less than that? Because none of you, are, you know, all of you are worthy of being in this place that you're confident, you're happy, you're healthy, you're disciplined, right? Some of you still identify with the fact that you're lazy. I'm just being honest. Like we have heard this from several people. And when we ask, like, are you okay with identifying that way? They don't know any different because no one talks about these things. And that's why we're here. We're talking about these things because we want you to think about where you're at right now and where you want to get to and what are maybe two or three of those you know synonyms or you know words that you want to describe yourself as me personally I want to describe myself as strong confident and disciplined i'm not motivated i'm disciplined because motivation is fleeting right mm-hmm. i want to be strong i want to be strong in my workouts i want to be strong in my life i want to feel empowered by my workouts right and then confidence is where I know that I'm going to show up for myself. And when I do that, then I can show up in other areas as a better coach, as a better wife, as a better mom. And I'm confident in those things because I'm confident in the actions and the choices that I take. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I think a good example, and I think a lot of people
1: that we talk to and we work with, I, I can relate to in a way that I lived a lot of my life being a very passive person. I didn't want confrontation because I didn't like to fight with people. I wanted people to like me, and I wanted to be kind, and I just wanted everyone to get along. Unfortunately, in this world, not everyone's going to get along, and a lot of people are going to be assholes, and you need to stand up for yourself and what you want in this life versus letting others control your life, and I'll be totally honest, probably until about, I don't know, COVID this year. I have been that passive person. And I kind of just said, well, I'm just, I just, I'm a nice person. I just kind of let, you know, I just don't want to fight with anyone and I just want people to be happy. And that's how I identified. And it wasn't changing because that's what I identified with. That was my identity. Instead, recently, I have realized things that are very important to me and things that I love and things that I don't want to give up and I would rather stand up for and maybe, you know what, to be totally honest, lose some friends, lose some relationships that weren't serving me and were probably actually hindering me and holding me back or just shoving me down to become a person that I am much happier with today. I've never been this happy in my life. I have never been as fulfilled in my marriage, fulfilled as being a mother, fulfilled as being a business owner with Liz. Like So much has changed because I chose to change. It was an active choice. It wasn't something that was thrust upon me. It wasn't something that happened in my life that just changed me. It was me deciding I'm going to change as a person because what has what I have done in my past no longer serves what goals I have for myself. Mm. And it has changed absolutely some of my relationships. It has changed how I communicate with people and it has changed how I feel 1000% for the better. And there's been struggles along the way. Oh,
0: my gosh. You know, we don't want to paint this picture like, you know, we, we're we here as your mentors. We're here as your educators. We're here as your coaches we struggle too. Our struggles are at a different level today than they were two or three years Mm -hmm. ago. Our struggle is not nutrition, right? Our struggle is now being business owners, leveling up, hiring teams of coaches and, you know, leveling them up to the expectations that we have because we've done so much studying and so much research and we have a very high standard uh, for our coaches and our team and our staff. and, Mm -hmm. And that's a completely different struggle than it was when we were first starting out our business, and just you know, we talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago on um, our Friday Fire about the grind and things like that. And I mean, as Be- Becca's business partner, I can stand here and say she struggled through a lot of things, but it's also made her a lot stronger, mm-hmm. right? She's, you've had personal struggles this year. We've had a lot of mentor struggles. Like we've had calls with our mentors who push us and they challenge us and they ask you those gut wrenching questions, and it's hard. It's hard when somebody tells you things that like, we always tell all of you, we love you and we believe in you. And we often believe in you more than you believe in yourselves. We get the same thing from mentors mm-hmm. of ours yep. and, and the questions they ask us, they're really hard questions. The mindset work that we've had to do, the journaling that we've had to do, the shifts that we've had to do. You know, I've been telling some of our private clients, you know, a, a story about my childhood. I'm not going to share it here because it, it's pretty private, but I, I, I've uncovered where that yo-yo dieting came from right? And that was really hard to to break through that and to recognize that because it's from a place of, you know, someone who was very, very close in my life. And I didn't ever want to recognize that that's what it was, you know, but that was something that I, I came across this year. And I was like, you know what, I have to work through this emotionally yeah. and mentally. And so when we're saying, you know, stop undervaluing hard work and, you know, embrace the struggle we live in briefs that every single day absolutely and it you guys there is no such thing
1: as failure and going backwards if you choose differently, like every single thing that you move through, every single thing that you work through, you know, Ed lad has a really great saying, life doesn't happen to me. It mm. happens for me. Yep. And it, it could not be more true. Life happens to you. I'm sorry, for you to make you stronger. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that you've gone through, whether good or bad, guess what? Probably not within your control. And you have to look at it at a different lens of these are hard things that happen to me but they happened for me so that I could grow as a person versus they happened to me and they have brought me down. Mm. They have not brought you down, guys. And this is something that's very hard. And I hope that this is not triggering for anyone. And I'm not, you know, Liz and I are not mental health professionals, but I truly believe how you respond to hard situations is the difference between whether you allow them to let you grow from it or we, whether you allow them to define you and break you down and bring you to a place where you ultimately live your life a little bit less fulfilled and happy because you we constantly kind of dwell on maybe what has happened in the past when unfortunately it is gone. I, you know, There's another saying, what happened in the past happened exactly how it did because it didn't happen any differently.
0: Yep. And, and what's going to happen in the future is going to happen exactly how it will, right? Yeah. If, and you have your control over some that. of that.
1: You don't have control over a lot of it. You know, you can think about all of the horrible and unfortunately in the world right now, it's very easy to think about the worst case scenario. What is the worst case scenario of what could happen in the future? But how about this? What's the best case scenario? Because that's just as likely to happen. To be totally honest, there's really no nothing that's happened in either situation. So we can't really. But everyone always thinks about what is the worst case scenario. Because as humans, it is our human mechanism to think in a defense mode. It is what our bodies are trained to do to protect us. To survive. But we can change that. You can start to you know basically consume less of the negative shit and consume more positive stuff and fill your life with. And that is one of the biggest things that has changed in my journey is I have stopped being on social media as much. I have stopped following a lot of people who people tend to be – I don't want to say like complainers, but people that just focus more on the negative. I've I've unfollowed a lot of those people. I've removed those people from my life. And I have included a lot of people that are in the area of growth, that are in the area of mindset work, that are in the area of having a positive outlook on life. And it has since changed my outlook on life. And I think that all of you out there are capable of that, no matter your circumstances. There are so many amazing examples of people that have come from nothing and become something amazing because they chose to do it. And they say a lot of times, dreamers are achievers because people that dream the best possible scenario are much more likely to go and achieve that. Versus people that waste so much energy on the anxiety, on imagining the worst of for yeah. the future, that re- you guys, it burns our energy to the core. Mm-hmm. It takes so much from you, which no wonder everyone is exhausted right now with the ridiculous shit that's going on in this world right now. I mean, 2020 has just been. We've I don't learned know. a lot.
0: We've learned a We've lot. We've learned a lot. Yeah. It's, been out, it's been out of control. It's And, you know, we have to decide together as a country, we have to band together to change what our future is going to be in the same way that you have to decide today that you're going to change what needs to change in order for you to become the person that you want to become. And here's the thing. It starts with one step at a time, baby steps, setting these micro goals. What is one thing you need to do today to win the day? What is one thing you need to do tomorrow to win tomorrow? think about today not yesterday and the past that's in your rearview mirror we're not looking at that anymore we're looking at who you are right now and what you have control over and then we're going to take one step at a time and we're going to inch our way and eventually all of those deposits all of those you know wins that you're putting in all of those small goals that you're setting and you're crushing They're going to add up to where you want to get to, but you have to be patient and you have to be willing to do the work and you have to struggle and you have to do the hard work. That's the thing is, you know, people undervalue hard work and we are here because we want you to be successful and we're here to tell you the truth that it's not going to be easy, Mm -hmm. but it will be worth it. I sound like a, a freaking motivational card, you know? I know,
1: right? I feel like that would, that's what Friday fires have turned into, <laughs> you know? And I it made me think of another... I'm like talking in quotes today, guys, so I hope that that's helpful. <laughs> but another quote that I've heard actually multiple times, and again, I am not downplaying mental disease. I think that it is something that's very real. I think it's something that is a huge problem, and especially this year. But people that deal with depression and suffer from depression often live in the past. They, they dwell on things from the past that bring that state. People that suffer from anxiety often live in the future, a future that hasn't happened yet, and they think the worst for that. You have to live it today. You have to live in the reality of what is today, and today is a perfect moment, guys. It is a perfect moment for you to make a change and choose differently for yourself. And so I hope everyone on this beautiful Friday in December leading into the holidays, (laughs) happy holidays, guys. Just a little note. Happy holidays. I hope that everyone on this Friday chooses something better for themselves because it is your choice and it is only your choice, guys. No one else is living this life for you. You are the one in the driver's seat. You are the one making the turns. You have to own that and you have to understand that for change- there will be struggle. And I think when you start to accept that, the struggle gets a little bit easier. Mm. It gets just a little bit easier. And so I hope this has been helpful, guys. I know this was an intense Friday fire. (laughs) I don't know how much more intense we're going to be getting. Watch out. (laughs) Literally watch out. We might be on fire. Um, But have a wonderful weekend.
0: We will talk to you guys on Monday. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot